lightning bets before we wrap up here on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron off today. Joe and Chris with you live coast to coast on the BetQL network. You hear that music. You hear the clock. That means Paul Aspen has got the two-minute drill for us. Focused on hoops tonight. And we had some crazy finishes, both college and NBA variety last night. So we'll look at both of those boards. Paul, where do we start? Let's start with college. Uh, marquee game tonight between Auburn and Tennessee. Auburn at Tennessee. A little bit of a heavy number. Auburn plus 6.5 at the Vols. Total of 151.5. Joe, we'll start with you. Favorite angle in this game. Oh, man. I know a lot of people like Tennessee in this matchup. They figure it's a great spot play. Isaac Trotter was saying uh, was yesterday, last time we spoke with him, a couple yesterday, days ago. Yeah. Yeah, he loves Tennessee in this spot. I don't know that he knew that the number was going to be six and a half since we didn't find that out until late last night. Uh, that seems pretty heavy. This thing should be closer to a field goal. I can't lay six and a half, guys. If I'm making a play in this game, I've got to take the six and a half points with Auburn. I, I get liking the Vols, but we are at a point where we're few possessions, really. No, that that that's too much. That's too much. I I've got to take Auburn in this spot. So I, I just look at Tennessee at home as favorites over the course of the conference season. Um, they covered ten and a half against A and M. Congratulations. They covered uh, twenty against Vanderbilt. Again, congratulations. Thirteen and a half against LSU. You got to go back to last month. Uh, South Carolina. It was fourteen points. They won by four. Um, uh, 10 days before that, they did cover a five spot against Bama and in a big way, they trounced the tide by 20. Um, they covered Florida at home in a big way to the tune of nine and a half. Uh, they covered Mississippi at home as double digit favorites as well. Six and a half is a, is a lot. It's more than I'm normally comfortable with against a team like Auburn. But uh, I think I'm a big dummy, and I do it just based on Tennessee and their track record at home this year. All right, moving on. We'll go to the Big East. We'll actually do this. What one are you on doing, Paul? Let me ask you about that. What are you doing? In Auburn that? or nothing. Auburn or nothing. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I said this in one of the breaks. I'm like, I want to play Baylor against TCU on the road. I want to play Kentucky against Miss State on the road. And so now I'm going to play Auburn against Tennessee on the road. And they're going to lose by 15. But it's Auburn or nothing for me. Yeah, with you. Um, moving to the Big East, another longer number. Seton Hall plus eight and a half against whatever this Creighton team is. I don't know. You beat UConn by 20. You lose the St. John's by 20. You got Marquette next, so it's a little bit of a look-ahead spot. Seton Hall plus eight and a half at Creighton. Creighton is at home, total of 144 and a half. And whether it's this game or kind of bigger picture, thoughts? Yeah, so what are they? That's a good question. That's oh, no. tough. T- yeah. Tough team to figure out. Because sometimes, yeah, they get up for these big spots and then big time letdown. So what does that tell us, though? Does it mean they're going to lose? But we've also seen them lose back to back games a bunch of times this year too. So <laughs> I, I don't know how I right. lay eight and a half with this team. That that's a tough one. Not I, so, not something that I've circled. Yeah, I I can't. That's this is. Uh, much like the Tennessee six and a half was too much for you guys, Creighton eight and a half is too much because I have no idea. None, nobody does. Creighton, the Blue Jays, they don't know what they are. 
Um, so there's no way in hell we know what they are. No thanks. I'm not laying eight and a half. And it's not even like a home road thing. Like they've lost to Villanova at home. They've lost yeah. to Butler at home. So yeah. All right. All right. Back to the SEC. Bama Lane six at Ole Miss. Total one sixty six and a half. And South Carolina uh, five and a half point dog at Texas A and M. Total one thirty five and a half. A and M. Another team where it's like, man, you get more. You lay more than a couple positions. That, possessions. Like it's a little tricky. Bama defense brutal. Brutal. Yeah. They're, they're about to get knocked out of the top 100 in defensive efficiency. 117 last time we saw them on Saturday. Before that, they gave up 93 in a win to Florida. They had overtime, whatever. 93 points. <laughs> Over 200 points last two games allowed. This is brutal. Um, but guess what? I'm going to bet on the bounce back. I know the defense is rough, and and we're laying a, a somewhat hefty number of six on the road. But I just look at Bama as one of the top teams and look at what Mississippi is at this point in the year. They've lost five of six. They're one win in that stretch against an awful Missouri team. Fine. I, I'll take uh, – I'll lay the six with Bama. Defense has got to show up a little bit. Come on, guys. Yeah, I don't know if I trust them to. Um, I'll go with the other road team in those two SEC matchups that you brought up, Paul. Um, South Carolina, 8-2 and two in their last 10. 6-3 um, and three on the road, I believe it is, in, in conference, I want to say. Um, so, A&M, mm, just, they're just there. Like, they're just... Like, I don't know if there's any more definition of meh in the SEC than AM. They're just there. I don't know if the home court advantage is necessarily a big deal. They're nine and four at home. Um four and nine against the spread at home, though. Uh yeah, give me South Carolina. Uh give me the five and a half. If it gets to six, even better. But give me the Gamecocks in college station. This might be I mean, this is a bubble game for AM. They've lost four in a row. Vandy, Bama, Arkansas, Tennessee. And they are three right. 352nd in effective field goal percentage. 360th in three point percentage. Man, they are ugh, tough team to watch. Come on, Buzz. All right, let's go to the NBA. Uh Pacers laying five and a half at the Pelicans. Mavs laying two and a half at the Raptors after a tough loss on the half court shot last night. Kings uh plus seven and a half at the Nuggets and Lakers cross town. Staples Center game, uh, three and a half at the Clippers versus the Clippers at the Clippers, whatever you want to call it. Where do you guys want to start? Anything, any NBA angles that really jump out to you? Mm. The Mavs one is really interesting. Laying a short number at the Raptors. Big loss last night. They've got this uh, four-game road trip, and what's happened? They've lost the first two. At Indiana, they got smoked over the weekend, and then that happened last night with Struess. Flying under the radar a little bit, though, that, that Luca Kyrie combo, they were awesome last night. That crazy yeah, they, shot they to team. win the game. Yeah. I mean, that that changed the whole storyline. Like, nobody's talking about the performance by them last night. Um, seems like a spot where they're going to be all right. I, yeah, it's deflating, but it's a short number, and it's Toronto versus what Cleveland and Indiana are able to do offensively. So I, I'd be willing to, to, uh, to lay the two and a half with uh, Dallas there. Yeah, I worry about them, like the the mental bounce back. Like you said, nobody's talking about 
Luca and Kyrie. I wonder what those two were feeling like this morning. Like, my God, we tried to drag you guys kicking and screaming to a win, and we still yeah. somehow lost. Um, I wonder if they get down on on things. And so I think I stay away from Dallas tonight. Um, Cleveland at the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, is that right? Is it five and a half? Is that is that really? Uh, I mean, the Cavs have been on fire for more or less the last two months. Um, the Bulls just got laughed off the court last night. I I would usually look at it and say, right, we're embarrassed, we're prideful, we're going to come out and show it to you. No, they're the Bulls. They don't care. But they're not. They're, they're done. They're <laughs> um, so I love Cleveland laying five and a half in Chicago tonight. The Cavs just keep rolling. They needed the buzzer beater, yeah, but, I mean, there were moments in that game where it was like, they had they had at one point a 13-point lead early. Dallas storms back. Then I think they were down double digits at one point. They get these wild swings in games. They're hitting buzzer beaters, and they just keep riding the wave, man. Um, give me the Cavs on the road at the Bulls. I also wonder about that New Orleans Indy game. I don't think I'm going to touch it, but I think it's going to be an interesting one to watch to see how the Pelicans handle some level of regular success. And they're starting to find some level of regular success, but I don't think I want to touch it at all. It's, it's, I don't know. It's six though. I don't five and a half, six. Give me two buckets. I'm tempted, but Indy could end up running away and hiding late. Did, did you mention King's Nuggets? Uh, it's on the, it's on here, but yeah, have, no one's really weighed in on it if you want to. Yeah. Okay. So we're seven and a half nuggets are favored. What, how do you handle this? Okay. This is the fourth time that they've played. You know, Nuggets, they get that respect. They should. And they're awesome at home. Um, laying this number. Their matchups this year. Kings win 123 to 117. This month, Kings win 135 to 106. Kings win 102 to 98. So here's matchup number four. Kings are up 3-0. Does that make you want to take the seven and a half? Or are you thinking the opposite with the Nuggets that they're really getting sick of losing to this team? I think it makes me want to take the seven and a half. I don't know. Look, I think we just made fun of the Bulls and how there's no heart and there's no pride and all this stuff. I think the Nuggets are Mm -hmm. the exact opposite of that. A team that doesn't have to prove anything necessarily, but they're still in the battle for the one seed in the Western Conference and all that against these up-and-comers in their own division. So... And they always play like Jokic always plays like everything's on the line more often than not, unless it's the all-star game. Um, that would lead <laughs> you to believe that maybe there's some pride, right? That there's like, no, we're not going to get swept by Sacramento. No, no way. Um, maybe Sacramento's actually that good. Maybe Sacramento is just capable of, of pushing Denver to their limits every time they're out there and actually sweeping them. Uh, it sounds crazy, but at the very least, I think it's a close game. It's a tight game. And you're, seven and a half? Yeah. For I Jokic, think everything pushes me in, in the direction of taking the Kings and the points. For Jokic standards, uh, this game, last time they played was two weeks ago. He was awful in that game. Like, one of the worst games of the year. He was 0 for 6 and 3s. 15, 8 and 5. That's terrible for him. How about you, Paul? What would yeah. you rather do in this spot? I was... <sighs> I think it's 
I don't think I'm laying it with Denver. I was actually going to spin yeah. it to the playoffs. Like, let's say that whether it's three and one or four and zero, oh, like it's not perfectly lined up. Nuggets are three right now. Kings, Kings, right on the verge. This could very much be a yeah. three six Nuggets Kings or two seven post playing uh, Nuggets Kings. So, like, take what's happened during the season. Let how does that impact how you're looking at that series? Like, no one thinks the Kings are winning that series, right? But how would you no. play it? But maybe we get no. a good number. Is what is your point, right? A, a yeah. better number yeah. than we should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I think in a playoff series, if especially if you're a Nuggets fan, I don't want to say you're rooting for a loss tonight so you get the season sweep, but you're almost hoping for it in a weird way. In that, oh, if we do meet these guys in the playoffs, you think that's not going to be posted all over the room? These guys swept us in the regular season. Uh, Sabonis thinks he's Jokic with all the triple dump. No, get the hell out of here. We're going to squash these guys in five. Um, that would be that would be when I think the the Nuggets pride angle really takes root. I don't think it takes takes root in a regular season game on the next to last day of February. And uh, Clippers, the team that everybody on the show loves to hate. Lakers. We got to take the Lakers tonight. I don't. I, just, uh, I can't. I can't take the Lakers. <laughs> I don't yeah. want Who's to. Who's lining take the up Lakers. to take the Lakers? Don't no. make me take no. the Lakers. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. I won't let you do it. Don't make me take the Lakers. All right. We have intervention. Self intervention for the three of us. No Lakers bets tonight. Yes. No Lakers okay. tonight. None. None. Uh, one football thing to throw at you. It sounds like Kevin O'Connell at least is really saying he wants Kirk Cousins back. Does that change how you would bet the North, the Vikings, view the Vikings? Obviously still a lot of weapons there. Yeah, because what, what's the answer if it's not Cousins? Uh, it, they take a swing on Mayfield or Russ? I mean, what? No, Cousins is at the very least steady and reliable. He's like the 265 hitting shortstop that makes one error a month. He's not going to, he, he's, you put a plug him in the seven spot every day. He's going to move guys over. He's going to just get things done. He's going to set everybody else up for success. I know the numbers on Cousins are better than that, but the point remains the same. Cousins sets everything else up for success with the Vikings offense. No Cousins. Everything's a question mark, including Justin Jefferson and whether he'll even want to be there. 265 hitting shortstop. That's elite nowadays, right? Like you get Fair. 265 out of that <laughs> position. Um, it's news if he says the opposite. If he says, I don't yeah, want we're done. Cousins, yeah, get him out of here. That would be awesome. I see that, one uh, more interception <laughs> in a P spot. Steady, reliable. You basically just described Coles. I mean, let's be honest. And Kirk, big Coles guy. Big Coles guy. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, the, you know you can show up, and those there Sonoma polos are going to be yeah. on Sonoma. sale for like twenty five bucks a off. piece. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. three or four different colors, and bang, you're set for the summer. The next couple summers, probably. Yeah, that's that's reliability right there. Much like our lightning I mean, bets, we had a winning record last night. Let's see if we can do yeah. it again tonight. Lightning bets next, right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.